0: This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, The Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hill to Nabuja. Be blessed as you listen. How do you, as an individual, how do you exercise dominion? How do you activate, rather, this blessing, the blessing of you, blessing of dominion how do i activate it just this morning i'll share with us just soon the three things and many more but just three god helping us how do you do it the first thing do it through knowledge it comes through knowledge Daniel chapter 11 from verse 32 it says but the people that know their god shall be strong and then do exploits to know to know your god Do you know him? Do you know him? People that know their God shall be strong and then they shall demonstrate dominion. Look at the life of David. Look at the life of Abraham, for example. Many patriarchs, even people existing today, people who know their God look at life of daddy Gio. many other men of God who know their God we need to know him if you are here you are not born again you don't know him and sometimes you could have been born again and you know more about him but you don't know him God expects that you should know him more than you know about him. Come into knowledge. Osirah chapter 4 from, from verse 6, it says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee. crave more to know God the more you know him the more you demonstrate that dominion because we are already blessed with it knowing him also takes you to obey him One of the ways in which boldness comes is when you know your God. Abraham knew God and he had dominion over his enemies, had dominion over finances. Abraham was rich. He had cattle. He had, you know, he had sheep. He had camels. Huge herds. Not only that, he was also rich in gold and silver yet he was not a miner God blessed him abundantly because he knew him if there's anything that should be an insatiable desire in you it's a desire for you to know him more Paul says that you will grow my prayer for you that you grow in knowledge and in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Knowledge. Number two Vision. You want to be a man of influence, a woman of influence, you must have a vision. Proverbs 29 from verse 18 says where there is no vision the people perish but happy but he that keepeth the law happy is he where there is no vision no picture of your future and that is why one of the reasons why we we come for service, we come for middle fellowship, we fellowship with the brethren, you know, we interact with the pulpit. It's so that God can release a word to us. One of the reasons why sometimes we dig through the word of God is, God, please give me a word. And the word of God also comes in pictures. The Bible says that the word that Amos saw so God gives you a word it comes as a picture what is the picture that God is sharing with you when you engage it it will make you a man a woman of influence in fact you will not die once that vision is there remember Simeon in the book of Luke 25 to 29 it says, and behold, Luke chapter 2 from verse 25, Luke chapter 2 from verse 25, it says, and behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him, and it was revealed unto him by the Holy Spirit, it was, he had the revelation that he saw Jesus Christ being born. It says that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord Christ. And he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law, then took he, him up in his arms and then blessed God and said, Lord, now, lest thou, thy servant, depart in peace according to their word. Let me die now. This man was Old, he was dying, he was he was struggling in age, everything was age was against him, but he refused to die. Why? Because of that that he was shown when he held the baby. You can read it. He said, Now I have seen the salvation of Israel. I can now die. The vision kept him alive if a man, a woman would have vision, you cannot be a man man of impact in the kingdom. It is vision is so important. So important. Because where there is no vision, you perish. Nelson Mandela is following him up. He was incarcerated for 25 years out of 25 years about seven years about seven to eight years he was in solitary confinement where he wasn't seeing any human being they just gave him food but that crew he was alone for seven years solitary confinement not speaking is it do, do you know what it means for you not to talk to someone you were in prison for 25 years out of that 25 years, you are kept in solitary confinement for that number of years. He couldn't go mad. He's, he changed. When Mandela came out, I was comparing him with the picture of Mandela we, you know, we're singing about. We have many artists singing about Mandela, you know, all these reggae artists, Free Mandela. I saw a different person. He had grown so old, stricken in years. Everything was failing. When he came out of the prison, they asked him one question. What was it that kept you alive? That you did not lose your mind? He said, I had the picture. Every day I wake up, every day I go to sleep, I have the picture of a liberated South Africa. That is the power of vision. Even for a man, I don't know if he's born again or not, I don't know. No wonder why he's a man of influence. No wonder why he's a man. He's dead. The world is still celebrating him. All over. He became a legacy. All because of the power. Of vision. Surely he was not destroyed. Listen. When God gives you a word from his. Gives you a revelation or a vision. You encounter his word. You see it concerning your life. Your entire life and destiny. Even though it might take time. Even though it tarries. Say just wait. To surely come. Everything around you might be seen as if things are falling apart. It's not working. Just maintain the vision. It may tarry. It will surely come. For every vision is for an appointed time. May I encourage someone here this morning, some of us, need to renew our vision. We need to refresh it. Don't lose hope. God is not a man that you should lie nor the son of man that you should repent. If he said it, he will do it. If he's spoken it to you, surely it shall come to pass. Every other thing will pass away. Only the word of God shall remain forever. Not a jot of the word of God shall fail. I see God bringing to pass that which has spoken concerning you. And if you are the one that God is talking about, that amen sounds paralyzed. I see God bringing to pass everything that he's shown you. Your home, your marriage, your future, your ministry, your profession listen, nothing shall come, oh my God, listen it shall not fail in the precious name of Jesus, may I announce to someone here this morning uh, that you will not die in the precious name of Jesus, you will live you will carry the salvation of God like this in your hands he uh, shall come to pass in Jesus mighty name, if you are the one that God is talking about, go ahead and say a very big amen to that Oh, go ahead and shout a big amen to that. Let somebody convert that into prayer this morning. My father, oh God i refocus i revision oh god let the vision of god be made clear make me see well oh god what do you see what do you see father ah i see well Jeremiah says, I see an almond tree. And God said, you have seen well. Now I will cause my word to come to pass in your life. My God, I see what you see concerning my life. I am not a failure. No, my life is not a disaster. No, I am not depressed. No, balanda kapali, salanda go ahead and pray. In Jesus mighty name we pray. You might be seated please. So the first one is what? You want to uh, demonstrate dominion. The first one is what? Second one is what? Vision. The third thing that you must do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God had to teach me this. He taught me this. He said to me, go and do this. And then you see what happens. The third thing you need to do is to bring in order, to bring in system and structure. Because God is not a God that is disorganized. Our God is a God of order and decency. So, said me say order and decency. Is that not what the Bible says? See people who are structured. You always see them prosper. You always see them having dominion. Examples are father than the Lord. Highly regimented. Structure is so important. Order. Listen, you cannot fish in troubled waters. When you are disorganized, there is no platform for you to express the largeness that God has proposed for you. So, some of us in our own personal lives, in your business, in your ministry, you need to bring in order, system, processes, structures. Lay them. The way a malam that is at your gatehouse is selling provision. Sometimes you know they sell, sell, sell. I've been to some stores. The store is so full. Everything is so full, but. It's impossible for the business to extend beyond that, because it's only the man, maybe his wife and someone else, or maybe children, or a bookshop. Most bookshops those days in Jaws was like that. When you go to a family business, the man is the accountant, husband, and they do it for many books everywhere. For them to go beyond that, they have to put in structure. The way shoprite runs is different. You want it bigger. You put in the bigger structure. You have the accountant, you have the structures, the processes, people bringing in all these things to expand the business. God is a God of structure. One of the things that God told me this year, I Go back, go and put serious structures in your business. And then you see me blow it up. So every day, church office, I go there. I want this, I'm changing this. Put in structures. Putting processes, putting systems. you think about it? The first day, see, see creation, for example. On the first day, God did what? First thing God did when there was killed, he said, let there be light, right? So first day, he created. Second day, he created. Third day, he created. Fourth day, he created. Fifth day, he created. Sixth day, he created man. On the seventh day, he rested. Have you seen that? He said, come, let us make my men. Let him have dominion. So, if you do what God is doing, Hallelujah! if you imitate him, you will get the same result. So, you can see that God is the God of order. He created the ecosystem. So, the sun beating on the plants, the plant growing, times and season, rainfall will come. After a rainy season, you know, you have the dry season. After that, you don't just have dry season, you know, and then the food chain, you know, this one will eat that. The other one will eat that. Everything was in a state of um, equilibrium. There was order. The sun will come out at this particular time. It will go back at this. There was order. So he prepared everything, prepared the fruits and everything and the animals. Then he now brought man. Man was the last one he put there. But some of us, maybe like me before, I will first of all create man. After creating man, I say, oh, there is chaos. what are I going to do? Okay, let there be son. Oh. What will man eat? Okay. Oh, okay, no. What do we do? Man has to eat. Okay, let the plants begin to comfort. Ah. What will man ride? Let horses come. Every, God didn't do it that way. How many of us understand what I'm saying? It's a God of order. It's a God of order. It's a God of order. So, one of the things you do, I have people helping me in my business. I have to consult, meet consultants. Uh, my my, my assistant pastor you know and some brought them together and said please come and help me break this thing down, I want order why? because God has spoken and God does not bless anything that is disorganized so putting order into your life put in systems and don't be disorganized the fourth thing number four it is better for you to spend more on your systems, in your businesses than for you to be looking for marketing Just to be getting businesses No Putting structure That will help project it The same thing to ministry Same thing to personal lives I pray in the precious name of Jesus That your life will not be a disaster Finally I said four But let me just do this one Finally Service Someone say service So the first one is what? Knowledge You must know your God Second one is what? the third one is what? Okay. Structures, processes, systems. The fourth one. Service. Hallelujah. Service. Matthew 20 from verse 25. It says, but Jesus called them unto him and said, ye know that the princes of this gentiles of the gentiles that is their lord, their princes. Of the Gentiles exercise dominion over them and they that are that they that are great exercise authority upon them but it shall not be so among you but whosoever will be a great whoever will be great amongst you let him be your minister and says, let him be your servant he says and whosoever will be the chief amongst you let him be your servant have you seen that? Even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. Have you seen that? One of the ways in which demonstrate dominion is for you to serve. Listen, our perspective of dominion in the church of today must change. It must change. It must change. Why? God hates. People think now, you know, Dominion means to be ruling over people. Hey, you come here. Hey, you, you know, to be dominating people. No. The kind of dominion that Jesus is talking about is different. He says that the Gentiles in the world, that is how they exercise dominion. The great one can just lord it over the own, you know, just send them and just have authority over them. We see this thing has crept into the church. A pastor is talking to someone saying, you, you don't have sense. Get out of my office. Talking to a worker. Can you imagine? People like control. And God hates this. If you if you read the book of Revelations, right? The letters to the churches. A particular thing was written to the letter, you know, to the Ephesians Christians, the church at Ephesus. It says that I hate the doctrine of the Nicolaitans. This was Jesus Christ speaking. Do you know what, what the doctrine is? Nico means victory. Latence means people. So, victory by people means manipulation. When you manipulate people. One of the things that happened to me while I was at camp, I know God has been dealing with me. I said, God, please, while we're there waiting and fasting for many days, no food. I was, I, was, I was praying. God showed me many things. One of the things I was asking God, I said, God, please. Because the, 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 now you've been ordained a the pastor if the title is not to exert authority over people it's a function that requires you to serve because God's way Jesus' way of exerting dominion is different from the world's way so I was crying and I said God please give me a heart for the people make me serve more I want to serve the people. I want to love the people more. I was almost weeping, crying. One time, I fasted for about four days no food, no water. No, I mean, no, no, no food. Just, I was just taking water. For, my wife came back and saw me. I had lost so much weight. And what I was praying said, God, please fill my heart with your love. Make me love the people. Make me love them. Make me love. Fill me with the love of Jesus. I want to be a servant. Please, Lord use them. Let their trouble become my trouble. Listen, your trouble, whatever you are going through, I share in it. That is how to be a priest. When I'm praying for you, I do not pray, praying disconnected. You know, sometimes somebody calls you to pray. When you just pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, and go. But when that thing touches you, maybe your son or maybe your daughter or maybe your father is sick or your loved one has cancer or something God forbid or they bring a bad news the way you pray will be different you pray with so much emotion that is where God is taking me to I say God please I know I've enjoyed this grace but Lord please more because that is the place where power has been released that is the place where anointing has been released Sometimes we just say Holy Spirit come and then we begin to see many things happen in the church today, here under this roof, and people are wondering all over how are they doing it? What what, what is this? Is there anything behind this? Nothing but the love of God. I say, Father, please fill my heart with love. Listen, I have come here to serve you even more, to be of service to you. Because if you want to be great in the kingdom. You must be ready to minister. You must be ready to serve. And to be a servant and a master, there are two different things. I want to be a servant. To serve the people of God. Listen very carefully. David was such a powerful man. He had dominion. How did he engage it? Service. The Bible says that David, when he has served generation. Please help me open your Bible very quickly as I conclude. Thank you, my father. The book of Acts of the Apostles, Acts 13, from verse 36. It says, For David, after he had served his own generation by the will of God, fell on, sleep, and was laid unto his father and then he says so corruption that is his body decayed. After he has served, are you serving your generation? Think about it. After he has served his generation, listen through service, dominion is expressed. When you go to great nations who want to serve their people, go to Dubai. You will see what it means to have dominion over the elements. The place is so hot, when it's hot, everywhere is acid, even outside. You got to a bus park outside. The heat everywhere. They conquered. They, they Listen, one time when I went there, I saw they had this snow, ring, snow, where people do this ski. You know, I know how many of us have been there. Huh? In the desert, when you're on the buses, when you come out from their mob, when you come out from a taxi just outside, you don't, they, listen, why? Because they are a, a government who are committed to serving their people. Now they're a great nation. Dominion. I remember one woman, you know, you most of us know her, Mother Teresa. Very, She was a very brief woman. She just this height. She was an Albanian from Macedonia. This woman left Skopje, went to Ireland from that place, she went to Calcutta many years ago. And what she was doing was just service. All the orphanages, open up orphanage, all the boys, all the children who were dumped, refugees being. She took them in. People were dying of terminal diseases. HIV, cancer and all these things. She brought them in. She said, even if they have lived a rough life, let them die as an angel. It was her service to humanity that endeared her in the hearts of leaders of the world. Mother Teresa would take the phone and call President of the U.S. directly. Ra- Ra- Reagan, i president during her lifetime. She'll pick up this thing call people like John Major directly. She has so much influence, so much power that the group she started one time had about 4,000 uh, women, you know, and in 196 countries of the earth. How? Because she served served service listen you've been taking too much for yourself it's time for you to begin to serve others and I pray in the precious name of Jesus that this blessing will follow you in Jesus mighty name how many of us have dominion how many of us will activate dominion hallelujah jump on your feet and begin to bless the name of the Lord go ahead and just bless the Lord and just thank him Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Go ahead and thank, him. thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. In the precious name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Thank you, my Father. Hallelujah. How many of us were engaged and activated? dominion in our lives. How many of us are ready to do what God has spoken to us this morning? I want to pray with you especially. Lift up your hands wherever you are. Well, almost everyone here. Then join your hands together. But before I pray for, for, for us, hallelujah, there's a fresh grace in the house. Hallelujah. Before I pray for us, amen. Please, if you are here, you are not born again, you don't know him. Whether you are up, gallery, wherever you are, just lift up your hands. I want to pray with you first. Before I pray a prayer for everyone. you want to say, today, I want to submit to your lordship. Wherever you are, I want to pray with you. Thank you. Lift up your hands, wherever you are, I want to pray with you. Say, I want to know you personally and to serve service when people come to work for me in my company I should be a blessing to them after they've served they should leave being leaders because I point to them Hallelujah thank you my father now just join your hands together in the precious name of Jesus Now begin to pray and ask the Lord for your brethren and say in the precious name of Jesus. Oh my God, go ahead and just pray that prayer. Go ahead and pray that prayer. Renewed vision. You can see again. Who has told you that you have lost forever? Tell the Lord, Lord, renew the vision in me. Where well, Lord, I have lost it. Where well, Lord, I have become so blind because of my selfishness. Lord, make me see well. Go ahead and pray. Oh, my Father, I thank you and I bless you, Lord. I thank you and I bless you. Thank you, King of glory. Oh, Father, make me know you. Make me live a life of obedience. Go ahead and pray this prayer. I will leave, oh God, to please you and you alone. Pray that prayer from the bottom of your heart. My father, my father, help me, king of glory. Engage the power of service a servant If I want dominion in the kingdom I must learn to serve not from what I can get but what do I give what can I give what can I deliver to my generation what can I deliver to my neighbors what can I deliver to my church thank you king of glory in the precious name of Jesus Christ in Jesus mighty name we pray now stretch out your hands to me here and lord I just thank god and I bless you god for this once in Jesus mighty name and I ask you lord the grace indeed is available let this grace abound towards them that you having all sufficiency in all things but abound unto every good work I pray and declare over you in the precious name of Jesus that the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ will be upon you. I pray for you in the precious name of Jesus and commit you unto God and unto the word of his grace that is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among them which are sanctified. Your life will never be the same again. From today, begin to exercise dominion. From today, begin to express dominion from today, I declare over you be fruitful multiply replenish and have dominion you are a winner and you continue to win in the precious name of Jesus I declare over you and profess upon you that this will be your experience in this time and this season in the precious name of Jesus it's time you went fast and far I declare to you, throne room, go fast, go far in the right direction in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Unless somebody say a very big amen. How many of us are excited to be in his presence this morning? Put your hands together and shout a big hallelujah! God bless you forever in Jesus' mighty name. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-00004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close, off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Thank you.